0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. And my name is Ross Seaton. And we are the, the Crypto, crypto Masters. Masters. The topic of today's episode is Terra a payment network with its own algorithmically stabilized stablecoin and a lot more. Oh yeah. At the time of this podcast, Terra and its Luna coin are on a tear. So a quick reminder, ah. Yeah, quick reminder to everybody <laughs> here. Our goal at the crypto masters is to provide information about crypto assets to help the public decide if it's something that they may want to invest in and then do further research on their own. We generally look at projects to determine if they would be good for a long-term investment.
1: Yes, Brian, and we allow you, the listeners, to make your own investment decisions. Um, And I must say, we are not financial advisors, so obviously, this is not financial advice. But I've got to say, we do the hard research for you, so you don't have to, but we do encourage you to do the research on your own to make your own decisions. We help you
0: get started.
1: We help you. We're the catalyst to your crypto. Nice. Crypto uh, research uh, reaction, if you will, <laughs> but yeah, the Luna coin is rapidly moving up the market cap rankings. Even at the time we started typing up our script for yeah. this one, it's moved up. So yeah, yeah let's let's it's, find it's out. It's on why. fire. Okay,
0: <clears throat> let's find so out. So there's why. a lot going on with this project. So Luna or um, Terra, it's a layer one blockchain that uses proof of stake. Its focus it seems to be a payment network with a stable coin. UST, not to be confused with USDT, which is Tether, which is kind of the leader, but you know, much maligned. So the project's native coin is called Luna, which is not a stable coin. And so it's the investable coin for the project. So of course, more on Luna a bit later, but first some background. So Terra started in South Korea as uh, Terraform Labs in 2018. It was formed in conjunction with some other Korean and Asian e-commerce sites. And so the main launched in April of 2019. And it started with a stable coin pegged to the Korean won. That's its uh, currency in Korea. For sure. Uh, well, more about this later. But Mirror and Anchor were both created by Terra Labs and are on the Terra blockchain. Terra. blockchain. And the success of these projects has created a lot of demand for the Terra stablecoins, especially UST. So Terra, you remember this, Ross. Terra uses the cosmos called Tendermint. I think we made fun of that. <laughs> the Tendermint proof There was of a gum st- joke. I, in there. Yeah, there was. The Tendermint proof of stake mechanism. So a little bit more on the proof of stake mechanism later. So remember I said it's an algorithmic stable coin. So this means that it's not backed by the currency to which it's pegged. So, for example, like USDC or DAI, they're mainly uh, backed by U.S. dollar reserves or equivalents. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, the uh, LUNA, uh, I'm sorry, the UST stablecoin uses LUNA to give incentives to keep the price with the peg. So to mint UST, an equivalent dollar amount of Luna must be burned. And there's been a lot of that going on lately.
1: For sure. Oh, and, yeah. it,
0: and then you can also mint Luna by burning the equivalent amount of UST. So it's an interesting incentive mechanism that uses arbitrageurs to keep the price of the stablecoin coin at its oh. peg. Yeah. I and wish we, I
1: could twist my mustache. Arbitrageur, All
0: right, so <laughs> supply and demand manipulation by the minting and the burning. We've seen this before with some other stable coins, but it's really an interesting and different way, you know, to back a stable coin other than just by holding the currency.
1: Mm -hmm. Awesome, Brian. So uh, Terra's focus was originally on payment networks. Um, So Terra's payment network aims to be basically the PayPal of crypto. Big, big stamp and statement there, Brian. That is. Terra hopes to achieve this by creating stability and mass adoption. If you check out their white paper, that is the central theme. Like, how do we create stability in a token? Yeah. And how do we create mass adoption uh, for crypto? Um, so, for the mass adoption, the platform has brought together a group of companies in into a, um, we'll call the... Alliance known as the Terra Alliance, which whose goal is to promote the use of Terra's payment network in the e-commerce market. The alliance boasts several well-known players in the Asian e-commerce world, such as Timon Carousell, and Palmelo. <laughs> <laughs> so, and just this is just a fun fact I had, but in 2019, the alliance had an estimate estimated 25 billion in gross merchandise value that's gmv of course and 25 million users so big stuff going that's on that's probably there. gone up by now it, I mean, it's yeah. got to be up right up there especially if you've you know you'll probably go on coin market cap or the crypto masters.com brian to I check don't... out luna's price movement but this <laughs> stuff has been pumping since its start in 2019 absolutely um yeah, so check out thecryptomasters.com. But to continue on Terra, Brian, um, it's more than just a payment network. It also supports smart contracts. You may have heard of that before. I don't know. Kind of a buzzword <laughs> in crypto. Get with it if you haven't. But Terra Smart Contracts uses Wasm, the funnest word to say. That but is nice. <laughs> the CosmWasm a technology. A bit like Wimble
0: Wimble, but CosmWasm. It-
1: Brian, just throwing that out there. Sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I just kind of look in the mirror and say, "Cosm Wasm, Cosm Wasm, Cosm Wasm." <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing in anger management? You know that Adam Sandler says, uh, "Goose Frabe. Is that it? Something like that? Something like that. That's the new. We need to make a new crypto anger management. Movie. I'm,
0: I'm needing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cosm Wasm. Oh. It'll change your day. Yeah, that did work.
1: Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, America, and crypto world. The world. This the world. Is, Crypto is not limited to I, I'm America, sorry. Dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, but uh, We love our
0: international uh, viewers, by the we way. We do, yeah.
1: especially Terra, um, huge in uh, South Korea. It is. But I digress, Brian. Uh, Big time. But the Cosm-wasm-, <laughs> <laughs> the Cosmwasm piece for me is very intriguing. If you haven't seen our episode on Cosmos, please go check it out. Um you know obviously i'm not going to jump in too much of cosmwasm but basically cosmos allows you to develop your own blockchain mm-hmm. and cosmwasm is the plug-in into the cosm into the cosmos sdk or you know if you're not a developer watching this channel uh sdk is software development kit yeah basically a tool to help you plug into that piece of software i remember that is a big part of the cosmos project cool. for sure yeah. um, so what does this mean this means <clears throat> If you are currently building a blockchain using the Cosmos SDK, you can easily add add a Cosmwasm smart contract to your chain by adjusting, um, by not adjusting a lot. So this was a no brainer for Terra team to use it, as it gives you tons of tooling to easily build smart contracts out of the box and connect up to a chain, to your chain on Cosmos and, uh, in turn, other chains on Cosmos. As we know, Cosmos is the Let's say universe of blockchains, hub. you know, yeah, hub. I mean, whatever's connected on Cosmos, you can easily <laughs> interconnect with. And this is just a, this is kind of reading straight from the websites, But here are a few aspects about Cosmwasm for any developers that might be listening. So, if you're a developer using Cosmwasm, you can build contracts in Rust, Go, or Assembly Script, run on multiple chains connected by the Cosmos IBC. And the Cosmos IBC is basically a protocol within Cosmos that allows chains to communicate with each other. Uh, developer, developers can also use Terra stablecoins, on-chain swaps, layer one oracles, uh, stuff like that. Ex- and you can also expose dApps, uh, dApp user bases, to Terra's payment services in a permissionless fashion. So big stuff, big stuff there, Brian, if you're using Cosmosm. But let me also add that there is at least some interoperability between Terra and other major blockchains, um, obviously, such as Cosmos, um, but also Polkadot and Solana. And the website says they're adding even more. So, you know, I believe I'm there. And one last thing there, Brian, one last thing. I know I've been rambling, (laughs) but Terra is above Cosmos in market cap and has been for some time. Uh, given the nature of what Terra does, it makes sense from a financial standpoint, I'd say. But man, I'm just kind of surprised that it's so much higher than Terra. I'm. I know we don't like the data. You process. mean Cosmos? What did I just say? Terra. Terra. Man. <laughs> uh, so I'm surprised to see Terra so right. much. Cosmos so much lower than Terra. Um, but hey, people, uh, don't sleep on Cosmos. I mean, no. Well, don't sleep on
0: them. Yeah, and that's I mean, maybe we'll get to this right. later, but. You know, it, Terra sort of started out with this really cool uh, stablecoin idea and went from that and then, you know, maybe just got the, uh, the Cosmos um, open source, you know, for its uh, smart chains and decided to use that. Um, maybe me and you should do that. I mean, it, it's- I mean uh, uh, Crypto Masters Coin. A uh, master's it, token, whatever. It's anyway. not a matter of
1: if, Brian. It's, it's a matter yeah, of yeah, when. I, I agree with that. Stay All tuned, right. people. Maybe but anyway. five years. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> let's let's talk about a couple of projects that Terra has built on its blockchain that I really think we need to mention. So first is Mirror Protocol. You know, I saw this when it first came out. I thought like, ooh, I need I need to invest in this because I have invested in synthetics
1: <clears throat> for sure.
0: So mm-hmm. Mirror Protocol allows the creation of fungible assets, synthetics, that track the the price of real-world assets. So mirror synthetics are intended to be used as key building blocks in smart contracts and bring the world's assets to blockchain. So for example here, stocks such as Apple, Google, Tesla, Twitter, Netflix, Microsoft, Amazon, Alibaba, and commodities such as iShares Gold Trust and iShares Silver Trust can all be on the mirror <clears throat> protocol. I know some of those words. Yeah. To so mint a mirror asset, which is an M asset, an issuer must lock up 150% of the current asset value in Terra stable coins or M assets as collateral. And if the value of the asset rises above collateralization threshold, the collateral is liquidated to guarantee the solvency of the system. You see this in a lot of the similar projects. So, you know, if you're going to use a kind of a synthetics, you got to have a, um, multiple of the value or else if, if the price goes down, you can be liquidated for sure. So the mirror token, which is the mirror protocol token that's now in the top 200 of a market cap. So it's very successful. Let me just note this though. I, I like mirror. I love mirror. Like I said, I, I've invested in synthetics, but similar projects have run into some regulatory problem concerns recently. In July of 2021, Binance dropped its stocks tokens, which was like the Binance equivalent of Apple or Tesla. Um, they got legu- uh, regulatory pressure and dropped it.
1: Yeah. It was for me. It felt like as soon as I was there, it, it was, was close. It wasn't was like, long. It, it was a
0: few weeks. Yeah,
1: I was like, "Wait, where'd that cool thing go?" Yeah,
0: but, and then J- in yeah. July, Uniswap did kind of the same thing. They halted the fake stop, fake stock tokens again because of regulatory scrutiny. So that's just something to be aware of. All right, so let's talk about the other ones. So first protocol that's really driving some demand on um, Terra is uh, Mirror. The second one is Anchor i really i really like this concept my ross I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you a few years so <laughs> well. we know that yields that you can get from providing liquidity or yield farming are variable we've done we've both done it oh yeah we both jumped in you jump in at it's 900 you know a, apy this is awesome you know and then some more people jump in and suddenly it's down to hundred, which is still pretty awesome.
1: That anyway, those were the exact numbers of my situation. Right. Right. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah. happens.
0: But you know, it's very yeah. variable. You start out yeah. at 900, it comes down to a hundred, maybe it goes down to 50. It goes down to 20, it goes down to, you know, nine, nine. Now we're regular numbers. Yeah. Anyway, so they're variable. So you, they start out high, like we said, but then, you know, as more people get involved, the yields come down. Or if they're based on fees, like you see with some of the liquidity providing, um, that varies based on volume, right? Mm-hmm. You just swap volume is is way up, you're getting more fees. You can swap volume goes down, you're not getting as much. So, but you know, we have these proof of stake coins, and those ver- those yields are usually pretty stable. So like Terra itself is pretty low. I think it's about one and a half percent. But you get something like Cardano, which is a very, very decentralized um, proof of stake. It's about five and a half percent. Uh, Tezos may even be a bit higher. So
1: Uh, you you have
0: these other like proof of stake where it's more stable. So what Anchor does is it compiles a diversified stream of these staking rewards from different major proof of stake blockchains. And it allows the users to earn a low variable yields on the Terra stablecoin deposits. So, Ross, this is huge. So for people who are used to, and I don't want to say retirement, but, you know, who want more of a steady income from their investments, it's a little bit like used to in the old days, probably before your time. We had these things called money market funds where you could put it in a money market and you might get 5%. Or 4%. Now it's like 0.04%. It's nothing.
1: Yeah. Uh But
0: anyway, we used to be able to do that. And so now for Anchor to do this, this is a great concept and literally it could be huge. I'm just telling you. So I got to say, honestly, we haven't done our extensive research on either Mirror or Anchor, but each could be its own podcast, right? Each of them, uh, we could delve deeply into them and do a podcast. But so,
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot going on there. Right. It's, but it's for huge. purposes yeah. of
0: Terra, these projects are on its blockchain, but more importantly, they drive demand for UST, which is a stable coin. And like I said before, demand for UST goes up, what happens? is burned. What happens when it's burned? Supply goes down, price goes up. So For sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this contributes to the the Luna price increases. And this is
1: what's been driving
0: the yeah, the increase in the lunar prices lately.
1: And to be honest, this is a point I'd say for a beginner that it um, almost will become overwhelming. You know, you have Terra running on top of Cosmos, and then you have Terra running these applications. That, I mean, this one is pretty, there's and a then, lot of layers to this and nice
0: case. It's UST, um, you know, stablecoin that that goes with supply and demand with the Terra. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, there's a lot to it.
1: There's a lot of, there's a lot going a lot on. going in on? This, yeah, in this <laughs> let's say universe. I like it. Boom. <laughs> okay, so as we mentioned, uh, Terra uses proof of stake to the secure of the network, but let's get into a bit more detail here, Brian. Get your notepad out. But Terra is based on Tendermint. I was waiting on a gum yeah, joke, no, but yeah, it didn't come. Admit, yeah, I, we did that already. <laughs> we did, our we did it before. I'm anyway. uh, <laughs> uh, still laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> still comically uh, awesome. <laughs> still comically humorous. <laughs> yes, but uh, uh, Tendermint, which relies on a set of validators that are responsible for committing new blocks in the blockchain. Validator candidates can bond their own Luna and have Luna delegated or staked to them by token holders. The Columbus mainnet currently has 130 validators, but over time this will increase to about 30 validators according to the right. predefined well, you, schedule.
0: 30. You mean 300? Man, I can't. So it's, it's at 130. And you're saying it could be up to 300.
1: I cannot talk right now, Brian. <laughs> 300. So yeah. So
0: we'll, from 130, it's at 130 now and it could go to 300.
1: It's, yeah. Thank All you. Right. Thank you so much, Brian. Um, but, yeah, this is according to their predefined schedule. Uh, the validators are determined by who has the most staked delegated to them, obviously, as we've seen in other networks. Um, but the top 130 validator candidates with the most stake will become Terra validators. Validators and the delegators earn various fees and incentives from the protocol. In addition, these um, there are strikes for misbehaviors, obviously. Uh, but if validators double sign, for example, are frequently offline or do not participate in governance, their staked Luna, including Luna of users that delegated to them, can be slashed. Big penalties there, Brian. Big right. risk. Yeah. yeah. The, the penalties depend on the uh, severity of the validate or the violation, rather. This classic trade off. Um, this is a classic trade-off, Brian. This is less decentralization, but lower fees, faster transaction times. So, how many yeah. times have we
0: talked? Right. This I is, mean, all these other projects, right? If you decentralize by having fewer validators, like we've seen, EOS, I think was like thirty. Yeah, way lower. Yeah. I think um, you know Cosmos and maybe even Polkadot is like a hundred yeah and this we said is 130 right you know you compare that to other chains like you know cardano which has thousands and thousands yeah it's the trade-off i mean of course then and then with bitcoin you know you have the um you know much longer uh block times yeah but that's the trade-off that is the trade-off
1: yeah exactly so i mean i gotta say between the proof of stake um, more centralized you know systems we've seen this is one of the larger it is sets of validators. right 130
0: is more than we've
1: seen with 30 or about 100 yeah. which which i I'm I personally am okay with you you're know, okay that, with that, 130. yeah I, yeah, I, I think that's, that's that's up there you know that's kind of like yeah, yeah. when it when it gets lower and when it's under 100 or you know especially eos and 30s yeah. it's like uh that's I don't know it kind of right. it's moving so far away from the central uh, theme of Bitcoin and crypto yeah. that it kind of is puts a bad taste in my mouth even though it's a good product. Yeah. but so, I, digress. Yeah, I, are, I digress. Okay, no, yeah. no, yeah.
0: that's that's a good point to discuss. All right, so let's talk about tokenomics, which we always do.
1: The tokenomics king right here, people. I've seen oh, the, the tokenomics guy. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: So, but in a nutshell, for Terra, it's complicated. Oh,
1: complicated. <laughs> because.
0: You know, it's not like the normal, you know, there's this much max supply, there's this much outstanding, and so, we you know, we have this percentage left to go. You can't do that with this because as we said, Luna is minted and burned depending on the demand for its stable coins. So all you're going to invest in with Terra is the Luna, right? I mean, you know, UST is just a stable coin. Yeah. So with the Luna being burned and minted, it's hard to say, you know, there's this percentage of the total max because you just can't do it because you don't know what's going to be burned. Um,
1: yeah, with this algorithm, algorithmic, algorithmic, algorithmic yes. Yeah. So, so it's constantly, <laughs> it's, it's constantly it's, changing, yeah.
0: right? So for what it's worth, I'll just say, you know, the the maximum is around right, uh, right around a billion, and the current circulating supply is just over four hundred million, but. Again, take that with a grain of salt because there's always burning and minting. So for sure. Yeah. With this type of uh, project, the actual numbers like that don't mean as much. So, as, But as far as the initial distribution or the launch, there were two private sales in 2019. And these were not avail- available to retail investors. But instead, they were sold to large exchanges like Binance and then several venture capital firms. So we've heard this before. But here's kind of the numbers. About 26% was sold during these private sales. About 30% then went to Terraform Labs and some other insiders. And then about 20% to the Terra Alliance, you know, which is used to kind of promote the, uh, the ecosystem. And that's made up of 16 cooperating firms in the case of Terror Alliance, or it was at that time. So that's about 76% to some form of insiders, you know, I would say. But, so the remaining 24%, 20% went to stability, you know, the stability reserves, which they need to run the protocol. So that leaves 4% that went to exchanges to be purchased by little plebs but like me and you the retail to the retail investors four percent so this was not what you call a fair launch i mean it just wasn't yeah but i gotta say you know despite this you know the price performance has been impressive i mean the private sales were prices from 16 cents to 80 cents per coin and as of the date of this recording of this podcast the current price is around 28 50 or 30 dollars This that's nice. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So if you got in early, you certainly had some fantastic <laughs> returns. But the returns were great, and even if you got in early on the, you know, one of the few, you know, out of the four percent that was there on the uh, exchanges, you did great, you know, no doubt. But you know, the tokenomics really are not very good. That's just to be frank.
1: Okay. Right on, Brian. Well, you've got to be asking yourself at this point: where can plebes like us? <laughs> By Luna and it's on Binance KuCoin OKX, and Huobi Global but it reached the top 16 in market cap and it's not on any exchanges in the US where can citizens. I buy it yeah unless you're you know doing the VPN magic which you know has might be coming to an end on Binance. Um but Yeah, it's it's an interesting. Note. So it's got that. It's it's amazing. It's in the top sixteen,
0: and essentially U.S. citizens can't buy it. That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty tricky, and I, I I just I don't know. I'm just curious what's going on with that. I don't it's, I don't get it.
0: I, well, I mean, I think it's the U.S.T. demand, but yeah, yeah, for well, sure. Well, more on final thoughts.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm seeing a foreshadow there, Brian. Yeah. And we always like to mention the team behind Terra and that is Terraform Labs. This is a legit major player in South Korea. Terraform Labs was formed by Daniel Shin and Do Kwan. And without getting into details, these are impressive guys and the team behind Terra is very solid. I've I watched a podcast on Do Kwan a couple of them. Yeah. And just a very knowledgeable, very yeah. down-to-earth guy. I really like hearing him speak. Yep, me too. Very I, cool
0: Noquan yep, seems pretty impressive. So no question the team is there. All right, Ross, you know what? It's time for final thoughts.
1: Say it, say it just one more time. Ryan.
0: Final thoughts. I love
1: it. I just love it so much. I don't know why. <laughs> you know what, Ross? I went
0: first last week, so
1: you're up this week. Me? Go. Okay. It's my go ti- time. My time to shine. Uh, I okay. I think this is a solid team, solid project, and it uses the ever ever powerful Cosmos, which I must say, Brian, is one of my favorite projects. Yeah, I like it. And what what's our anger management word? I don't. Cosmwasm. was Oh my God, that is relaxing. And you know, this project, I love the mission behind it. Mass adoption. How do we get that? That's the driving force of this. I love it. And I don't typically like projects that are more centralized in nature, but again, this is one has more validators than some of the other projects we've seen. And, you know, that's just, that's just a trade off. And at least currently, if you know, you get, get those lower transaction times and speeds. Yeah. Transaction costs, you know, so we didn't really mention
0: that, but that is a very good point. That's that's, the, that's the benefit of the trade off. Yeah.
1: And for sure, before I make my next point, um, or let's say more of a statement, I just want to say I, I recognize the challenges that come to, you know, stable coins and this is not an easy problem, but I must admit stablecoin projects just don't very much excite me, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it. It's just like, I don't know. And I, I recognize the struggle. I know it's a hard game, especially burning and, you know, moving their Luna token around is tough. Um, and, you know, I do like it from the sense that stable coins typically get the highest yield on DeFi platforms, which is probably where I'll use, you know, move yeah. my tokens At hopefully timing out this bull run, Which but, I always you know, thought
0: was curious, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it is a very curious thing. Yeah. Um, so if I were to take profits, you know, I'm going to park it at my earnings and um, some liquidity pool for one of Terra's stable coins. But stable coins to me just aren't that exciting. I hate to say it. And... But my final thought is that I believe TerraCoin's Luna will do well, and obviously that's true. I mean, what would you say, Brian? The start was $0.16, cents and now it's at $30? Yeah. It, it may not be more. It's probably going up since we started talking about it on this podcast. We but, can check. I think it's around that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the run-up is insane. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just wild. But I've got to say— expanding on this even though i'm not a big fan of stable coins what Terra has running on it i mean we didn't even talk about chai the payment system they they use in south korea it's good point it's still low adoption in south korea right now i think i saw some figure it's at five percent utilization in south korea for payments and stuff like that but the the platforms running on terra you know you've got mirror you've got chai you've got um anchor anchor i mean the platforms running on this bad boy are sick yeah sick which
0: which drives demand for the stable coin yeah which in this case
1: increases the price increases luna Luna. yeah Yeah. if they're if they're burning the supply i mean heck yeah yeah so i my final thought is luna good cosmos still one of my favorites right nice all right yeah so take it away brian
0: as again, you know, you sort of stole my thunder like I do when I go first. Uh, but I really like the stable coin. I mean, I I think the UST stable coin. I, I like US um, I like USDC as well. But uh-huh. um, you know, everybody has a little bit of concerns about Tether. I I don't have as many concerns as most people, but I prefer USDC. But I also UST. Is up there, so I really like a stable coin, and I like the projects that are on this blockchain, especially Anchor. You know, from what I know, we haven't done, done the deep dives yet, but for sure, yeah, I like the concept of Anchor. That's like, yeah, that's something we need in the crypto space is a stable um, return, right? Yeah. Because that, I mean, you think about what we're, what's in the existing fiat world. That's what people look for. Some people i want a stable return i want to know what it's going to be in in crypto world right now we we have a variable uh yield which is so much better than what you can get in the fiat world but it's still it's variable so you've got the uncertainty of that let's get a stable one boom anchor love it so what are my concerns with terra well there's been a really huge price run up so I mean, that's not a reason not to buy, but it is a factor in my mind.
1: Yeah. Especially um, at the time of this podcast, for sure. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. had
0: such a run up. You're thinking, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's had its moment. Um, And, and the, I add to that that it's not so great tokenomics. I mean, the, the, the pre-launch really was not good by standards of, of other, and I would say, you know, best case um, projects, but. You know so so where i am now on this is really in, in a wait and watch mode one other thing is the competition in this space is fierce i mean to the extent and, and i'm not really sure its emphasis was payments and this pretty cool stable coin ust yeah. and us or, or, i'm sorry and then the korean won and what other other fiat fiat they're pegged to But it started out with that, but now, you know, it's, it's also expanded into smart contracts and that is fierce competition. I mean, we have Cardano pumping because it's going smart contact soon. Solana is pumping. ETH 2 is right around the corner, Polkadot, Cosmos, Elrond.
1: (laughs) I mean, this is just some fierce competition. Yeah, there's no limit. And there's guys entering oh, uh, all the
0: time. Yeah. Which is great for the crypto world, but for any one particular project, you got to be like, I'm not sure. <laughs> so I'm going to watch this for tariff for price drop. And really, don't get mad at me, but this is really just because of the price pump that it's had Yeah. up to this point. I'm not traditionally buying things that have had recent pumps. I like the little more value. But, you know, this is... It's guesswork. So I will admit that. Um,
1: yeah, could it, double tomorrow. It yeah, could. And, seen, I, and, and I realized, you space, know, with yeah. this
0: approach, I'm, I might, you know, I might miss out. So but you can't get everything. So let me say I really like this project. I really like the tech. I love the uh, stablecoin UST, which I think is going to continue to go, have more demand, which means more burning of Luna. I wish that you know the initial the initial launch and the tokenomics had been more fair, but you know what? People have made a lot of money on Luna, and they may continue to do so. I think it's a great project, and I'm keeping my eye on it.
1: I like it. That's like my it. final thoughts. That is your final thought. I Let's like go it. with it.
0: We're running a little a little overboard Ooh, tonight, but you know what? Wow. Terra is a cool project, and it deserved it. So that's no problem.
1: There. Yeah, it it definitely deserves the time, Brian. You know I what, though, Ross,
0: we'll be back next week with another interesting crypto project
1: because it's uh never-ending <laughs> interesting it, in pretty much space. that is I mean, correct for sure
0: we got a lot of stuff to work with
1: for sure and uh, I'll say hey guys check out our website our social media like and subscribe if you really enjoyed this video leave us a comment if you know you didn't like what we did or you liked what we did and you want to add to the discussion below but hey awesome tune in
0: the cryptomasters.com thecryptomasters.com that's our website we're working on it it's it's constantly improving but we think it's pretty good
1: yeah you're we'll say it's your one-stop shop soon to be for all your crypto masters crypto content needs all right check it out
0: thanks everybody we'll see you next week.